I acknowledge with respect the unceded territory of the Algonquin and Anishinaabeg people whose land I live, work, and play on. Miigwech. This is Omami Conversations, a podcast and community that offers unapologetically honest and therapeutic dialogue through the art of storytelling and mindfulness. I am your host, Agnes Apia, and I and my guests will delve into themes that explore the depths of this human experience. Um, We'll be challenging societal norms and shifting perceptions about issues that are often considered forbidding. This podcast is intended for open-minded women of African descent and their allies who appreciate meaningful conversation and are eager to absorb the wisdom of other women. Please join us as we share our narratives and embrace vulnerability in the effort to create a more compassionate and understanding world. We also kindly ask that you take a moment to leave a review on your preferred platform. Your feedback helps us improve and position us to reach a wider audience. This is Umami Conversation and enjoy this episode. Blessing. Hey, beautiful ones. Welcome to another episode. Listen, this is episode 60 and wow, we've come such a long way. Umami Conversation has been having back-to-back conversations on the body, the mind, and the soul. And we cannot forget spirit, okay? Because spirit is definitely important. If you've been tuning in, you will realize that in a lot of our conversations, we come back to the importance of spirit. So in this particular one, I have a sit down with one of my good friends and sister, Erituru Sanipe. Um, she's a passionate traveling nurse and the founder of Kino Root, a holistic, I would say it's a holistic center, you know, that helps people with their healing journeys. And we take a profound exploration of what holistic healing is and the intricate connection between our emotional well-being, spirituality, and our overall health. We also delve into a... It was really like a heart-to-heart conversation. We delve into like what the heck healing is from understanding the role that our emotions play and the role of God and community in our well-being. I asked Ire this question of, do we ever heal? And um, I can't wait for you to hear her answer. Please let us know what you think. You could always follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. If you are new to this platform, Welcome. Welcome to Umami Conversation family. And if you actually do want to continue and get even closer and, you know, follow us even deeper, you could sign up to our newsletter. Now, our newsletter could be found on our website at umamiconversations.com. You just put your email there and um, we'll definitely keep you posted on what's happening with the podcast, what's happening with me, Agnes Appear, your host, and also other amazing things that's going on. Please, if you're tuning in from Apple, don't forget to leave us a review. Let us know how you've been feeling about this season. Have you been fed? Are you being nourished? And those on Spotify, you know what to do. Follow us and also hit that five 
five star, okay? Any other platform that you are on, just make sure that you're hitting us up. Make sure that you're following us. We are right now on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube at Umami Conversations 1111, you will find one of our first episodes on there. And um, we're just really excited to where this podcast is going. Uh, We really want to shout everybody out, all of our amazing listeners. And yeah, this is it. So this is episode 60. If you don't deal with your emotions, they will deal with you with Eriturru Sanipe. Enjoy. Eriturru, or is it is it Eritoru? I don't just just say Eri. It's fine. No, I want to say the full name. Eritoru. To- okay, okay. Wait, the way you said it. It does not sound okay, Nigerian. Nice. It sounds very nice. American. Yeah. <laughs> I've been here for three years. What do you expect? You said Eritoru. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll call you Eritoru. Eritoru. That's how you say uh-huh. it. Eritoru. That's the one I want to hear. Eritoru. Yes. So, Eri how are you? I'm good, my dear. How are you? I'm well. It's been a minute. <laughs> it has. It's, it's been, been a long minute. Since our last time, that was that was in 2018. Oh my god! Yeah, in 2018, um, Eritor was part of my first trial <laughs> of doing of creating conversations and you know going deep and stuff. And that was on YouTube. It's actually still on YouTube. So if you, if our listeners do want to listen, you could just go um, on my page. I think it's Agnes Apia right now, 22. So yeah, or I'll just leave it. You guys can go and see our episode together. It was a fun one. <laughs> we were both in different places in our lives at that time, mm-hmm. you know, so um, it was definitely a fun one. But today, um, Eri, we're here to talk about um, the body, the mind, and the soul. This is what this season is really about. And um, and contacting you, I mean, we, we've been wanting to have a conversation for a while. Right. Yeah. Um, and I hope and I pray this is not going to be our last one. Oh, no. It's, it won't. It will not be our last one. Yeah. It will not be our last one. And um, basically, yeah, as I said, this season, uh, we are really diving into different conversations on the body, the mind, and the soul. Um, and it's been very interesting <laughs> so far. Um, I didn't necessarily put like a certain structure to it. So even for today's conversation, however, it flows, it flows. Wherever we go, we go, you know, we're just right. flowing like that water. Um, so you are the founder of Kino Roots. Yeah. And from my understanding, what Kino Roots is, is it, it's an organization um, that walks women through uh, holistic healing. Mm-hmm. basically healing the spirit the soul and the body yes mm-hmm. and apart from being the founder of kino roots you're also a registered nurse you're a traveling nurse actually right yes, um and i was reading a little bit about what you wrote on your kino roots and i just find it really interesting how you i think you had mentioned something about how as a nurse you encountered a lot of people that you know, they did have that physical 
challenge or health issue, but you also recognize that there was also like a spiritual issue behind it, mm-hmm. behind this health issue. Um, I want to find out, like, let's get started with how did that realization come to mind? Mm-hmm. And also, how has your personal journey actually? Let's take it slow. Let me just not bombard you with, <laughs> with a bunch of questions. <laughs> let's take it slow. How did that realization come to mind as a registered nurse? Like, how, what? Why would you think? Oh, this 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 person that has um, cancer. Let's say mm-hmm. um, it's it's a spiritual thing. Where did the connection come? Um. Well, a lot of patients, you know, like, for example, um, I work in the ER and we have a lot of people that come with chest pain and we do all the blood work. We do all the tests and everything is negative. It comes back negative. So, yeah, like I was saying, a lot of patients that I've encountered, like in the ER, like they'll come in for chest pain and we would do all the tests. We'll do all the workup. And um, at the end, it's like nothing, you know, Mm -hmm. and sometimes like I talk to them and you know, I say like, you know, what else is going on? Like what else is it's happening? What, what else? And a lot of the times it's like, they'll talk to me something like, for example, I had this patient, she was dealing with uh, death, you know, of her loved one. And mm-hmm. that was what was the root of that, like kind of like heartache, that chest pain. And it was manifesting physically, but really was emotional. It was mental um, pain almost. And so, mm-hmm her coming there and just us being able to talk and just allowing I and I asked her I said well what what do you do for yourself you know how do you help yourself in this situation and she, you know she she told me how she travels often and she goes sometimes when it's too much I just travel I just leave and just that like leaving and coming back helps I'm like yes like keep doing that because you know, like having all the stress and all this like mental and emotional, it's going to manifest, you know, physically because mm-hmm. your your heart is hurting right now and you're, mm-hmm. that's the process of grief, right? Mm-hmm. And so just talking to her did kind of help and open her up. And, you know, I felt like that was like Holy Spirit led too, because mm-hmm. something just, I just sense like the Holy Spirit just like, tell me, like, just just go and talk to her. Cause I didn't have anything else. I just walked in the room and we just started talking mm-hmm. and then that just came out. So I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Look at God. Oh. <laughs> Look at God. Oh, <laughs> but you know, you, you spoke about emotional well-being, emotional health. And I think that, um, when when we when we talk about like mental health, we forget that emotional health is part of our mental health, you know. Mm-hmm. And I find sometimes yes. it's often underestimated, yep. um, especially in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to know with Kino Root, how do you address the emotional aspect of healing, mm-hmm. and also why is it essential for for women specific? Well, actually, not even women, just women and men. In general. Um, why is it essential for their holistic well-being? Well, it's important because, you know, if you don't deal with emotions, they'll deal with you. Mm. <laughs> That's what I tell people. You know, like, e- emotions are there. They're not to control you. They're there. But you don't want to just ignore it. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, a lot of people that have been through trauma, like, that is, okay, what is the emotion attached to that trauma? So you ask them this happened to me because usually it will manifest again. Like if you've gone through something, 
and you're being presented again. It's like you just like lash out. Like why why do you lash out? Why does that why is it that is anger that comes out? Why is it mm-hmm. that it's, you know, just instant like just freezing? Like why does that come out, you know? And and really like figuring out what what triggered that emotion? What caused it to manifest? Yeah. Acknowledge your emotions, but they're not to rule your life. Yeah. They're just there. It's it's feelings, you know. It's it's yeah. fl- it's um it's ever changing. It's not it's not constant. So if you were to follow your emotions, ah, I don't know where you'd be going because you just mm. be just moving with whatever. Oh, right. I'm doing this now. I'm doing. It's like no, no, no. Yeah. Acknowledge that it's there. Okay, I'm feeling this right now. I'm feeling frustration. Though I'm frustrated, I have to rise above that frustration. You know. Mm. So, and I think that's that's very important um because then it keeps you grounded it keeps you um you know where you're at too right it's also being self-aware um and not allowing that emotion to lead your decisions in life because that can yeah. be very dangerous yeah i th- i think we we just live i feel we also just live in a in a in a society that's super emotional <laughs> you know it's like where every little thing that happens we have to accept it and lash or act or do, but it's like, no, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, th- I think emotions are energy in motion. Mm-hmm. It just, it comes and it comes out of you. And the thing is, as you said, it's important to let them out because it will deal with you. <laughs> as you, you know, it will definitely deal with you. And I, even for myself, I've had, I have ch- I have had challenges with my mental health for a while, a long time. And you know, you've been walking with me for a while now. We've, mm-hmm. we've known each other for a few years. I don't, I can't I don't even know when did we meet? When my sister got married, so like 2015, 2016. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah that is Around what that I mean. Yes. That's that's yeah. a while, girl. It's 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 a while, you know. It's it's a while, man. And I've had like challenges with my mental health. And I remember I used to say, I have an emotional, I have emotional issues. I have emotional issues. And that was my, that's what I tagged myself with for so long, you Mm. know? And even if like we went to, when I used to go to church, we would pray and all of that stuff. And that would be my plea, like, God, please save me from these emotional issues. But the thing is, God is not going to save you from these emotional issues if you're not going (laughs) to, if you're not going to deal with them yourself. That's right. If you're not going to take a minute, sit down and look at the emotion and figure out where is this from, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think a lot of times also, like, for instance, maybe something must have happened, like, let's say you you go to work and something happened at work and you hold on to that. Mm -hmm. Then you come home and your child does something, your husband says something or your sister, your mother, whoever says something to piss you off. Mm-hmm. But it's not because of what they said. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's because of what happened at work and you didn't yeah, deal and with it. Spill it is spilling out. It spills out, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not only hurting yourself, you're also hurting the people that are around you yep. that don't necessarily need We're not them. we're not there. They were not there. <laughs> exactly. They were not there. Yeah. Exactly. They they definitely were not there. And you know, with with Kino Roots, I actually wanna find out how did how did it come about? Was Kino Roots um, created or founded out of your personal experience of your own like life, mm-hmm. or 
was it because of what you were seeing in the health um in the healthcare um system well when i was in high school i had a group um i've always just always like trying to start something um i had a group called true beauty and you know mm-hmm. that was around centered around women meeting and just us having a conversation about body image um mm-hmm. self esteem and um and that's where the uh you know the fashion shows came out of mm-hmm. um and so when I was out of high school, it went on for a couple of years, a couple of people mm-hmm. leading it. Um, and then that's when I started nursing school and I came across just, I've always just had people come to me and like, mm-hmm. just talk to me about, you know, without even me asking, like, <laughs> you know, sometimes people just open up, like, mm-hmm. uh, I guess that's just a gift that God has given me um, mm-hmm. to just come up and talk to me about things that they've gone through in life and just a lot of traumas that they've had and just, you know, me walking alongside with them. Um, and so from that, it came out of that, you know, and then also doing nursing. I'm like, I want to, I want to help people in a deeper meaning. I don't want to just like throw medication at them, you know, and just like, for example, how I told you about that lady, just really get into the root of it, talking to them and, and, and dealing with what they're dealing with. Cause as a mm-hmm. nurse, you're literally walking with them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's where it kind of, came out of and you know kino actually means root and mm. uh in in my language in uh in my nigerian language which is uh, which is bile bile yes and okay. where, it's, where in nigeria are you from um i'm from a little village outside of Parakort. Okay. um and so so the the word is root you know okay. kino is root in my kino is my language and then the root mm-hmm. is, is the root. meaning so it's root root so the mm-hmm. first root is you know how we're created how we're made how what god sees of us and how you know in in um psalms 139 it talks about you know you're knitted in your mother's womb you know mm-hmm. and you're wonderfully and beautifully made you know mm-hmm. so it's that version of what god sees of us and then the second mm-hmm. root is dealing with how we came out mm-hmm. you know with your 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 parents like trauma your mm. um you know all that you came with that you didn't choose you just were born mm. with you know like for example mm. if your if your mother was dealing with rejection and you having that rejection as a child coming out and then dealing with that to that bringing you back to that original quality as god intended you to be because he didn't create you with rejection right mm. and that's a human deflect or yeah. defect from you know, being in a fallen world and yeah. And so it's that root going back to the original root. So mm. that's the essence of Kino roots. Of Kino roots. Yes. Mm. So you talk a lot about God. Mm-hmm. Um, the question I have in my mind <laughs> is really like, okay, I really know the answer, but um, just say like, my question is what does God have to do with any of this? Well, I believe mm-hmm. that he is our creator. Mm-hmm. And human can, you know, get to a point where you can come to the end of yourself. You can't, you, there's only so much self you can do and help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you know, if you have a manual for um, a TV or or even if you're putting something together, like mm-hmm. a bed, like from Ikea, <laughs> a frame rather, mm-hmm. you can try and figure it out by yourself. True. It's going to be a, a struggle and you mm. may, you you probably need, like you usually, you have a manual that you 
okay, this goes here and this, and even then I still can't figure it out. <laughs> Especially with Ikea. <laughs> exactly. And you build it, you're like, ah, it doesn't look like the picture, you know? Yeah, so many pieces. On no. And so we need God himself who created us. We need to go back to him so he can put us back together the original way he created us to be. Because mm-hmm. there's a version of us, because it says, you know, we're created in the image and likeness of God. There's a version of us that he sees that we don't see. Mm. We see and we're like, I don't like, he's like, you're beautiful. You're created in my image. You're, and we're like, uh, I don't see, I don't see that. You know? Why do you think we don't see it? I mean, a lot of it is probably our fallen nature, you know, of sin. Um, and and uh, it could also be from, you know, our family, like, traumas um, mm. and and lies that we believed, even with ourselves. Lies that we tell ourselves, like, oh, I'm ugly. I'm not good enough. Uh, I will never measure up. I won't, I'm not good at it. It's like, ah, ah. what yeah. self-talk do you have, you know? If you have two kids, one of them grew up here and you're ugly, you're not loved, you're not that child compared to the other child where it's like, oh, I love you. Oh, uh, like hug all the time. Like those are two different kids, even if they grew up in the same environment. Those are two different kids growing up. And you see that, you know, that their self-esteem is their self-worth, their self-image, all that the first child trash. Because mm. you believe that. You believe mm. exactly what you hear. And then the second child is like, oh, I, I'm confident. You know, I'm mm. beautiful. Because they've been, they've been validated. Mm. They've been validated by, their, by people they love and the people yeah. that love them. Um, and so that's why, you know, we have to see ourselves as he sees us. It's like, no, I am wonderfully made. I'm beautiful and wonderfully made. Uh, and a lot of times changing that self-talk into positive. Yeah. It's very important. And so me, I have to go back to him because I'm like, ha, you made this. (laughs) You made this, you know, and there's just some, you cannot do it on your own. You cannot do it on your own. It's like, I need you. Whether you acknowledge it or not, he's there. I always tell people, I said, listen, if God closes his eyes, he doesn't close his eyes ever. And he, he's, if he closes his eyes, the amount of people that will be snatched. <laughs> Just one. Mm, one blink. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't slumber. Mm. That's our God. <laughs> I have to sleep. Have you tried yeah. not sleeping? You can't mm. do it. You no, cannot do it. And so we need someone higher than us to go help us. Take it. And Take even it. people that are not Christian, they call in the time of need. They call mm. on him. Mm. So, I don't consider myself Christian, though. Christians, um, believers. I, you know, like I'm listening to everything that you're saying. And I'm thinking the question I asked: What does God have to do with this? And I do agree with you in in many ways um, when it comes to the fact that you know um, there is a part of us that this Creator sees that we probably don't see because of just life and the world that we live in, right? Mm-hmm. I think that version is like just the spiritual side of us, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you're a believer in this, but I do think that we are spiritual beings. Oh, yes. Um, we're spiritual beings. I think that we are, 
now I'm I'm actually thinking because before I used to say we're spiritual beings having a human experience, but <clears throat> the more I, I learn and the more I'm gravitating towards a certain type of message, I'm learning that we're spiritual beings having a spiritual experience in human form. A hundred percent. Yeah. So when it comes to like spirituality, you know, and being that spiritual being, it mm-hmm. definitely plays like a significant, significant role, like in our health. Right. Mm-hmm. Like how can we foster spirituality or foster mm-hmm. our spirituality, our spiritual well-being, sorry, in order to, how can our, how, would I, how can I put this question? Like, how can our spirituality help us in this human form that we're in? What is it that we need to do when it comes to our spirit that will help us in this healing journey or, or while we're healing? Does that question make sense? Do you? Like, how can you basically build your spirit? Is that what you're asking? I guess maybe what you just answered it is by building your spirit. So how do you build your spirit? Okay. So for me, how I build my spirit is I, um, you know, having conversation. A lot of the times it's having conversation with uh, like-minded people, Mm. you know. Like, for example, for me, I have a lot of, um, I would call them spiritual mothers. People who Mm. I look up, I look up to, we exchange conversation you know saying <laughs> i i have the spiritual we call and we sing mm. and we literally just sing and it helps it helps my spirit it, it it encourages my spirit it builds my spirit up and just talking to them and having conversation um building each other up you know mm. uh and also reading the word of god because it brings light to your spirit like mm. for example I was reading the book of Job and, you know, I'm just like, wow. Like imagine Job didn't do anything, Mm. but God wanted to test him. Mm. It's like, so when I go through things, I'm like, I remember Job, Mm. like, wow. So if that can happen to Job, who am I? (laughs) So like you look at the examples of the, of the scriptures and you use that as like, as a way of fortifying Yes, to encourage, to encourage me. I remember even the other day I was at work and I was, you know, my mindset was just, I was just, you know, when you start to have a negative mindset and you know where that goes, doesn't go anywhere, but good or bad rather. And I I was thinking of the scripture that what I think of whatever is lovely, whatever is pure, whatever, you know, I I was like, yes, you know, like, and I was just, you know, walking like, (laughs) Just it's just me, but it's all here. You can't see what's here. Mm. You know, only I can see what's here. Yeah. And so just building myself with that scripture and encouraging encouraging myself, no one else and doing it, but me doing that for myself. Mm. Um and so and being around um a lot of uh Christians or being around um or you just, just going to church also, mm. you know, when you listen to the word of God and being spoken, when you're um and that gratitude of of worship and praise and thanksgiving yeah. that that changes your atmosphere yeah. spiritually speaking it, it changes your atmosphere you're not the same person that you were it almost like lifts a burden yeah, almost yeah. off not almost it does yeah. it you, your mindset is changed your emotions are changed if you're if you went in anxious you feel lighter you know almost and um you're physical, you're smiling, like, mm. oh my gosh, like, because even 
when you go to church, I remember going to church and one of my, um, one of my friends saw me, she goes, wow, what's, I could tell there's something going on. You know, like I could see, I could sense that you're, you're just struggling a little bit. You could just see it in my face. And so, and after church, I just kind of said, Lord, I just, I just, I just give it to you. Even when I was worshiping, it's like, you surrender. This is, this is, this is too much for me to carry. And I can, I know it because other people are seeing it. <laughs> so I'm giving it to you. I'm laying it at your feet because I cannot, I cannot carry this. Mm. You know, it's affected my physical appearance yeah. now. So I just, I let it go. Mm. So, so the importance of like surrender. Um, mm. And I think also from what you're saying, um, community is important. Oh, a hundred percent. We cannot, we're important. not, we're not built to do this life by ourselves. Yeah. We're not, we're not created to be l- alone. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's in the Bible, uh, you know, with Adam and Eve talks about, it's not good for man to be alone. Mm. And, and that's um, another purpose why um, Eve was created because, you know, Adam saw all these animals. He's like, they're animals and I'm, 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 you know, having dominion over them, mm. but I'm not, but there's no one like me. Yeah. There's no one like me. And so God saw that and he saw that in his heart and he said, you know what? Let's build him a gallo. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so community is very important because, you know, one thing about um, Satan and how he operates is isolation. Mm. You know, he his job in the Bible talks in John, it comes, he, the devil come to steal, kill and destroy. And, destroy. and in that order, steal. You know, your joy is stolen, your your happiness is stolen, your peace is stolen, kill, mm. you know, you're having those thoughts. Destroy. And the, oh, well, no one loves me. No one cares about me. Might as well just go. Mm. Boom. Bam, bam. Mm. Done. And that's it. And so by being with people, you're having those thoughts and you're saying, hey, I'm having. No. Oh, my goodness. No. You're loved. You're loved. No. Don't. You you have purpose here. You have. You that's the power of community. That's the power of being with people. How does Kina yes. Root foster a sense of community um, and connection with well, um, the um, women that you've worked with so far? Growing up, I was under the impression that public speaking was for anyone and everyone. But it's not until in college when one of the students who was a basketball player at that time had to do a oral presentation and homie was sweating bullets and he was shaky. And that was the first time that I ever saw somebody have so much trouble speaking in public. My second encounter was in church when one of the leaders at church was asked to give a word. And when I tell you that the word was totally off, (laughs) it was totally off. And you could tell the public speaking was not part of their strength. See, I share this not to, you know, make these individuals look bad, but I share this to let you know that my ability to engage a crowd, my ability to catch a crowd's attention and to make them feel at home and enjoy the night is a gift. And it's a gift I realized that's been passed on from my grandparents to my uncles to myself. I am Agnes Apia. And I am not only your host, but I am a bilingual MC. The Umami Conversation podcast has been sponsored 
forever since it started by my personal brand, the Agnes Apia brand. And I would like to offer a 15% discount to anyone that is looking for an MC. My website is www.agnesapia.com. Book a time where we could talk and meet and see if we are the perfect fit. My goal is to make sure that your event is mesmerizing, breathtaking, and a whole lot of fun. So book me for your next wedding, women's event, or corporate event at agnesapia.com. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, with these, even you, we used to meet, you know, weekly or bi-weekly. Um, and so just checking in, you know, sometimes it's just checking in. Hey, how are you? How's it going? Mm-hmm. How's this? You know, we talked about this last time. How's that happening? Mm. How's that, you know, and also just supporting a lot of the time is supporting family in distress and what, and what they're going through. Like, um, having, um, a family member that their son, you know, is going through a really hard time mentally and just supporting them. Okay. Well, how are you feeling in this? How are you, how are you, how's that affecting you in this? Mm. How are you holding out in this? You know, and even just coming alongside with them and praying with them, you know, and carrying, lifting them up in a prayer and being there for them. Um, And usually I ask, you know, how, how do you, how often do you want to meet? How often do you want the checkup to be? What do you want it to be like? It's mostly, I I try to make it around what they want, you know, because I'm meeting you where you're at, you know, do you want me to come? I always say beside you behind you or in front of you like if you want me to show you something i'll show you or if you want me to just come beside you and just walk with you because some people just want someone to walk walk with them them. or you're walking and i'm walking behind you Mm. you know and being like yo i got you i'm supporting you if you need if you need anything i'm right i'm right here with you and just having that person mentally you know to be like, okay i can go to this person for prayer or i can message this person that's what Kino Roots is here for. Mm. So you work, obviously you've, you've, you've met various people, especially like in the health, especially in the health, healthcare um, system. Mm-hmm. How does a person that doesn't necessarily have like a relationship with, with God or a creator benefit from what you offer with Kino Roots, you know, because you do look at also the spiritual aspect, like how would you approach an individual that is not into God? I mean, if, if they're not into God, I mean, I'm not going (laughs) to, I'm not going to like force them into it. Like, that's not, I would just tell them, Hey, where are you at? And how can I help you? You know, then I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll let them kind of answer and okay. So I don't want you to talk about God or okay, that's fine. But how can I come alongside and, you know, support and, and support you and, and be there for you. That doesn't mean I'm not going to pray for them without them knowing because right, right, right. <laughs> um, you're not just going to tell me all this and I'm not just going to take it and be like, okay, no, yeah. like the way I keep myself check is not to take their burden. Right. Because you can also do that. You can, as a person that uh, is into healing and, you know, supernatural, and all, you can carry that mm-hmm. and that can weigh on you. Yep. I say, no, I all like take it to the feet of Jesus. That's what I say. Mm. Take it to the feet of Jesus. Leave it there. Mm. Walk away. Mm. Because that, that helps you not carry that. Oh, 
I'm carrying this. No, 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 no. <laughs> and it's not even your responsibility to carry it. Exactly. Right? No. Yeah. No. And it's easy to carry because you're listening, you know, they're telling you, oh, I feel, and you. Yeah. You, and, and what, what you're saying makes me, it reminds me of something that I've learned um, from what I do at work um, between empathizing and, and empathy and sympathy. And, you know, before I used to think sympathy was the way to go, you know, like a person comes and like they, they tell you whatever that they're going through. And it's like you, you kind of take the, the burden with you and be like, oh, yeah, me too. And, and you, and, and, and you feel it, but mm -hmm. that actually doesn't help you as the individual or as a person that's guiding them because you end up when like diving into your own, like, your own like um your own issues you know and then because you're you're sympathizing and you're thinking about oh yeah me too this and this happened to me too and then it could it could just derail you totally <laughs> off of the the purpose why you came to you know to to meet that person or help that person and i learned about like empathy empathy is not that you're being cold but it's mm -hmm. acknowledging that Whatever they're going through is what they're going through. And I'm here to be a support and I'm here to make them understand that I hear you. Mm -hmm. You know, I hear you. I am here with you, but I'm not going to take that burden on me. And because exactly. I used to do that. Oh my goodness gracious, man. I started, <laughs> I, I, when I was work, like where I work, I work for the federal government and, um, you know, we would get some really tough calls, especially when I first started. And that, though, sometimes after the calls, I'd be crying because instead of like empathizing, I was sympathizing with a with the with a caller, and I was taking their issue with me. And I was yeah, thinking and was, about and oh it was God. overwhelming you. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, what if this ha ever happens to me? Da -da -da. But it ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> nothing. So I had to really go through like a process of understanding the difference between the both and also mm -hmm. understanding that like my job is really not to take on anything. Just to listen. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's hard. Easier said than done. But it, it is. Takes, it takes practice. And yeah, you know, when you, when you get into hearing people's lives and you're like, oh my gosh, like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Even like, you know, me being a nurse, like you hear some messed up stuff and you're just like, yeah. Whoa. And you have to just, whenever I leave work, and I learned this early, like early, early, just shake it off and just go. Oh, because way. if not, like you, you just be a mess all the time, yeah. just thinking about, oh my gosh, I wonder what happened to this patient. Did they make it? Yeah, that was me, man continuously my first year oh man i was like carrying everybody's load mm -mm. everyone's load you know but you know talking about healing let's i i'd like for us to to kind of dive deeper into this notion called healing mm. like i consider myself like today i was actually thinking about that when i was taking my walk and i was like i'm not a healer <laughs> you know like i don't even want to be considered a healer Cause I've had people tell me that, you know, it's like, I'm just like, if, if ever there is a person that needs some form of healing, I just want to be a guide, you know, I, mm. I just want to be able to, as you said, either be next to them, in front of them or behind them, 
you know, mm-hmm. and I want to, okay, so all this to say, I want to find out for you, okay, what what does healing mean to you? Like, what does that word mean? Because you hear it a lot now, everybody, everybody, everybody and their mama be healing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what does it mean to heal? Healing for me means being whole. Mm. You know, um, and being whole mentally, mm. being whole physically, being whole emotionally, psychologically. Mm. There's also financial healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's anything that has a leak <laughs> financially, mm-hmm. physically, emotionally, there can be healing in that. And um, it's being whole, you know, and um obviously like being a nurse and working in the hospital you see a lot of physical ailment physical and mental illness or um and um and you know it's funny because sometimes you know in the christian realm we you know pray for healing and you know we want this person yeah. to be healed and um sometimes they don't get healed here they die what do you do when you pray for this person and you want them to be to be healed physically here on earth, but they're not, and they die. I believe that they're healed in heaven. (laughs) I believe they're healed. They're not healed the way we want them to be healed, but they're not here on earth. Paralyzed, they're not here on earth, like in sorrow or in, you know, in in despair. They're healed. They got their healing. Mm. Just Mm. not how we expected it to be. Mm. It's not on earth. And so, because I I, I know those... um, a friend of ours that were praying for this woman to be healed because she's been, you know, she's been sick for a long time. And, and, um, I believe God answered. He took her home Mm. (laughs) and it's, and now the husband, you know, though it's sad that, you know, she's gone, she's healed because she's, he doesn't have to take care of, take care of her and literally like physically take care of her. And, Mm. and that, that is also affecting him, you know? Yeah. And so I believe in that healing as well. And so. So do we ever hard. completely heal? Do you think so? Um, I think yes. Hmm. Okay. In two ways. Explain that. One, one dying. Because okay. <laughs> when you're, when you're dead, that's like, I think personally, that's the ultimate healing, you know, because you're with it, with the father. That's what I believe, you know, mm-hmm. you're with God and you're healed and you're whole mm-hmm. and you're truly with him. Um, the second healing, I mean, there have been significant miracles um, where people are like, there can also be, um, um, there can be miraculous healing mm-hmm. where like god heals them exactly. this person's not walking and boom they're walking yeah. you know this person can't hear and boom they're here and i believe in that mm-hmm. and and also um medicinal healing where god uses mm-hmm. medicine to heal a person right. that's still miracle because a long time ago people didn't have the technology that we have now mm-hmm. to do operations that could have killed people mm-hmm. you know True. things that people wouldn't have lived up to. I think that's mirror. People don't acknowledge that, but I'm like, I think that's healing too, because God gave the ability to this surgeon to be able to go in there and take, you know, something out and this person's healed. Mm-hmm. That's healing too. Um, and that's what I, that's what I believe. Or yeah. Cause I've had patients that <laughs> I remember I had this patient and she goes, Oh yeah. Um, I, uh, I died on the table or I, 
yeah, this this lady, she was telling me that mm. her brother literally was like died mm. on the table. And he was beside, I don't know if it was heaven. I don't know. He was somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they brought him back. And he said, yeah, I remember I, I, I was calling this person's name. I was calling this person's name. I'm wow. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I, I believe in healing a lot. So I believe in healing too, but I find that healing is not straightforward. No. You know? And it's different. Yeah, it's it's different for everyone. It's I feel like it's like I don't know. It's like we're always healing from something. <laughs> you know, I feel and and it has its degree, you know? It's like let's say like you 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 were going through like a certain spiritual um experience and that required some spiritual healing and mm-hmm. you overcame it you you kind of how would i put this it pushes you up like a layer right i guess it like it pushes like are you trying to say like it kind of pushes your faith you're okay if you want to use faith yeah it it pushes your faith but so what i'm trying to say is that the way that i'm seeing right now healing right is mm-hmm. that let's say you're at a certain level in your life mm-hmm. and there's something that you need healing from and it happens you get your healing praise god hallelujah we move forward you're going to walk through life and experience something else that's mm-hmm. even going to be greater than the first thing another another issue that's going to be even bigger than the first time that you need a healing Mm-hmm. And once again, like healing needs to take place again, right? Mm-hmm. So and and so sometimes I feel like it's not linear, you know? It it's it's there's there's some big waves and curves. low waves and curves and it's all over the place, I feel sometimes when it comes to healing. And it's hard to kind of I don't know. I think I don't know, to be honest with you. I'm still trying to figure out this whole healing thing, right? Because I think I was before under the impression that once you are healed from one thing, it's over, it's done. And it's like, you know, you could move on into your life and you won't need any more healing. But for the past three years, I've been going through my own healing process. And it Mm -hmm. seems like there's always something. (laughs) There's always something new popping up, something new coming out. There's something that that needs attention. There's some, you know, and I'm just like, bro. Does it ever end? Like, is there a, and I feel, as you said, I feel like maybe the ultimate healing is like when we all leave this earth because mm. on this earth plane, I don't know. I don't know if it's possible to just be completely Heal. healed yeah. in all aspects. You know what I mean? Like emotionally, yes. physically, spiritually, one, you know, yeah. that's, I don't know. That's just, that's just my thought. Cause there's always something, especially for me. I don't know about you girl, but <laughs> Something's no, I mean, I, I get it. I, I get what you're saying. Um, and I think I agree, too, because I always tell people, you know, like when you're in this stage, you work on this, you get breakthrough. OK, yeah. so now you come here and then, oh, OK, mm-hmm. this is this is this is up now. Mm-hmm. OK, let's get breakthrough. You work, work with with God and he works, you know, I feel like it's like a sigil, you know, it's like, okay, now let's work on this part. Mm, 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 you know, it's removing it, removing it, removing it, removing it. Uh, continue, continue. Okay. Now this, we're in this life now. Yeah. 
we're in the, all right, we're in this part of life now. Okay, let's work on this. And stuff come up too, you know, like, oh, wow, I didn't know that that bothered me so much. I didn't know, or I, I didn't know that about myself. Someone will point out, oh, I didn't know that about myself, you know? And I think that's why in uh, Psalm 139, I think it's 139, uh, David talks about search me mm, yeah, and see if there's any anxious heart, thoughts. Yeah. And I, I think that that's why that specific scripture is in there. It's like, search me, Lord. Like, what's within me? Search me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I think healing is continuous. And the ultimate healing is when you pass away, yeah, when we go to see God. Um, because I feel as though as Christians, um, we're just visitors on this earth. Mm. We're just passing by on this, earth. you know, and that's what the, the Bible talks in the, um, the it, Jesus is saying, I'm going to build a house for you, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know? And, um, so as, as visitors, that doesn't mean you don't do anything. Mm. Like you still, you still, you know, get married. You still build something. You don't just, uh, I visit us. Over. I just, we no, just no, 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 that's not, no, that's yeah. not that. You have to live. live. You have to, to, exactly. to live. There like, is a life to live still. Yeah. You continue to just live and take one day at a time and, and just, yeah, and do life. But I think it that is ultimate healing. And so when people when, when people are sad and cry and uh, like, but they are healed. Mm. They they they're not on earth. <laughs> Do you see that? They're they're free from the the burden and, and and the hardships and the pressure on this earth. But something else while I was talking that came to mind is you know when when we're talking about the whole like um, evolution of healing, let's say, <laughs> um, it also pushes us to grow. Mm. It allows yeah. us to grow as humans. It allows us to grow. And I think I think also because, let's say, we went through that one thing and we overcame it or we had that breakthrough, the next time something happens, if we stay in that faith and in that belief, we won't spend as long as we did the mm-hmm. first time around. That is true. I do, I do yeah. 100% believe in that yeah. because, like, for example, me moving here, you know, mm-hmm. I say, God, like... You did it for me the last time. Mm. That's what I, I always, I said, whenever I, I said, God, there has not been a time you've let me down. Mm. That's what I tell myself, mm. not him. I tell mm. myself, that's mm. the stuff I tell myself to build myself. So you have not let me down and you will not let me down. Yeah. You are too big of a God to let me down. And I was, I was just praying to him. I was just, you know, telling him, I said, Lord, I know you're going to provide. Cause I was thinking, okay, where we have to buy this, we have to buy this, you know, mm-hmm. you are going to come through for me. You did it for me when I was in that place. Mm-hmm. You did it for me when I was in that place. Mm-hmm. You did it for me when I was there. Cause me, I've been moving all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, you have done it for me and you will not give up. You will not just say, well, you're here now. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. That's not the God that I serve. And not even uh, three weeks of being here. Not even three weeks. All your needs are provided. Actually, even I think it was that week. Yeah. I met this lady at church that knew this couple that were moving. They said, oh, yeah, come look at it. See what you want. Mm -hmm. This, even this couch. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, how much? Oh, no, it's free. Mm. I said, what? (laughs) It's free. He said, "We're doing what God told us to do." Yeah, and so we're we're paying it forward. Yeah, 
And tell me how this man came, helped me, like, he moved. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Here, here, here he is again showing off. God wants to show off mm. with us. Mm. Like, he wants to show off. This is a show off. Mm. I didn't drop a dime. Mm. And everything is, like, done. Mm. What? That's a show off. Mm. <laughs> and people come and say, look, 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 look. Look, mm-hmm. you want to see something? Come from. Come. This is God showing. Look mm-hmm. at him. Mm-hmm. This is him showing off. Mm-hmm. He wants to show off. He needs us. He needs us yeah. to show off. He does. And I said, okay, show me off. Oh. Show me off, <laughs> <laughs> God. Show me off. And so, no, God is, God is so good. So before we so, end this, right, I know we're, I'm still, I'm still stuck on healing. <laughs> yeah. So, your approach of healing is holistic healing. Yes, holistic. We yeah. hear the word holistic also a lot. Mm-hmm. Now I want us to kind of dissect holistic healing. What does that mean to you, combining those two words? Holistic healing is not just one aspect of you. We are body, spirit, and soul. And in the soul part, there's three parts. There's will mind and emotion. If one of them is off, the whole body is off. If your spirit is is down, if you're downcasted, if you're, you know, in a state where you're not happy or sad, you're depressed, that's going to roll into your physically. That's going to roll into your 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 um your soul, your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, your emotions they're not they're not in line. And so I believe that those three parts, components of you have to be whole as a person. And that is that is what being healed wholly means to me. It's not just, oh, you're physical. Okay, so you're, you, your arm got broken off. Okay, you see the doctor, blah, blah, it's operated on, it's done. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but what about the, say you fell, right? Mm-hmm. That's a traumatic thing that just happened to you, yeah. right? Yeah. Your mind. Yeah. Mm. Your, how do you feel about that? Your mind, that mm. oh my gosh, you fell. How is that going to affect your mind? How is that going to affect your emotion? Well, I'm not working now. I had to get an operation done. How does that affect your spirit? How do you feel now? How does your how is your inner man feeling? And so, going through the aspect of it, it's not just one thing. You know, it's everything. And like I said before about your your emotional being, if you don't deal with it, it will deal with you. Mm. You know, and so that's what it means. And, you know, usually when I have um, when when I have uh, people that I work with, I ask them in all aspects, how are you doing spiritually? How are you doing emotionally? How are you doing mentally? How's your body? How's, you know, like, for example, if people want to lose weight, I walk hand in hand in them with them and, you know, encourage them what to eat, what not to eat go through their body, their body um, type and just encourage them, you know? And I always tell people when you're trying to lose weight, don't make it about a goal. Mm. I want to lose this amount. Mm. I want, no, because that, then if you, what if you don't get that? Yeah. Now you're disappointed. Yeah. That's more but if you make it a lifestyle, you know, like I want to do this so I can have better lifestyle mm. or better health long-term, that's a different game in your head. Yeah. 
that's a different mindset than to say, okay, well, I want to lose 30 pounds by this date. Mm. That's a hard, you're going to feel hard. <laughs> mm. And then you're going to be disappointed in yourself. And then so it's a cycle that just keeps going. You say no, little by little, like little changes add up. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get this amount of sleep. Mm. I'm going to go to bed at this time. I'm going to, easier said than done with people who have kids. That's why I don't have children. No. Mm. <laughs> mm. You know? Um, so those are, that's what being whole means to me. It's because all that make up a person, mm. you're not just body, you know, this physical and that's it. No, yeah. your spirit first and then your body and, and your soul. soul. So you have to assess each and every one of them and really see what each aspect needs and then find interventions that will help each aspect. So you can, like we talked about deal with this part and then when you get to the next part you already have tools you know right. to kind of help you with this part and continue on that journey of healing and it's a spectrum kind of go through in life you know and every stage like for example when you are married yeah. there are things that came up you know yeah. and then when you have a child there's also stuff that comes mm -hmm. up you know what i mean like when you lose um uh, a loved one mm -hmm. stuff come up yeah. so it is continuous and it's circumstantial too, based on circumstances of yeah. what happened. You could be good now, everything's good. And then boom, life throws something at you. Well, guess what? You need to go back to the drawing board and start again. Yeah. And so, yeah. yes. Did that answer? No, totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally, totally. And I had two other questions, but they left me while you were talking. They came to me. You spoke about sleep. How essential is sleep to our healing process? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> sleep is one of those things that you need. Like, especially, like, you know, kids sleep. Yeah. But adults don't sleep that much. Mm. You know, they get six hours, five hours, four hours. Sleep is so important because when you're sleeping, your body is repairing your cells, your, your physical body, you know, building up memory. Like, I really assess myself and I've noticed when I have less than seven hours of sleep, oh my gosh, I'm a mess. Like, I can hardly remember stuff. I'm like, mm. oh my God. And also emotion regularity too. Sleep so. regulates your emotion. Mm. Yes, it does. Because mm -hmm. that was one time, like, my when I started, I, I work nights too, so that's even harder. Mm -hmm. So those the first night, I slept maybe like six, six and a half hours. And I was just, emotionally, I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <gasps> and then the next day, I slept almost eight hours, like seven and a half hours. Completely different. But that's just two hours different. Exactly. But it makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Because when you sleep, your body is finally... Think about it. You can't like, I think if you go without sleep for three days, you start losing your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Psychosis and so, and, yes, yeah. like your, your body physically needs to rest. So then your cells can repair themselves. Your memory, like your, that's when your brain is really, and you know, flowing, um, getting rid of toxins and stuff like that. So sleep is very, very essential to healing. So, so yeah. if you had the choice between sleep and food, what would you choose? I'm just, this is like just around. I would, I would choose sleep, sleep because sleep usually when sleep? I come off my, my night shift, I shower immediately and go to bed. <laughs> you don't eat. I don't even eat because I know that if I eat one, my, my body is going to, mm -hmm. you know, as I'm sleeping, 
will try to wake me up to go eat. And I'm saying, hey, 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 hey. It's time to sleep. Mm. <laughs> we will deal with that later. Mm. You know what I mean? So I sleep first. Of course, eating is, is just as important as sleep. Mm. But um, but you could go a few days without some, food. Some fasting, you know, some yeah. fasting doesn't help too. Like I, be, I also believe in fasting, you know, intermittent fasting. That helps. That heals you as well. It gives your stomach a, a break for yeah. once because we're always eating. Yeah. It gives your stomach a break and. For your body to just get rid of all those toxins, you know, that you just don't get rid of because you're always eating. Um, <laughs> it's true. We eat too much. Of- <laughs> yeah. It, 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 yeah. I actually started intermittent fasting about um, a month and a, two months, two months now. And yes. it has made such a difference. And I think I was listening to a podcast. And although mm-hmm. I already knew the benefits of fasting, listening to the podcast kind of emphasized and gave me like... I've. Yeah, it gave me more of like confidence that I could do this thing. Um, so ever since I started, like you feel different. Yeah, right? you totally feel different. Totally. And then I was asking myself, why in the world did I feel like I had to have breakfast super early in the morning every day? Like why why no, did I think that? like the first time that I the, the time I today, my first meal was like at one o'clock when I was like waiting for you, you know? And it's like I was fine. I went for my walk in the morning, I drank my water, I didn't have my tea in the morning, but you know, I had that. And I had some fruits before. No, actually, I had a smoothie. And then after I had a, some eggs on the side. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, the way that my eating just shift with this intermittent fasting has really allowed me to, like, one, drop the weight. Because <laughs> it does help in dropping in dropping weight. Um, but I feel that it also, like, just, I don't feel, like, as bloated as I used to feel before. You know, mm-hmm. where, like have breakfast not only breakfast but you know how like they would say the more you eat the more like your metabolism is working or something so like eat six times a day so i used to like take small meals every single like two three hours Mm -hmm. but for a while when i was going to the gym that helped me because i was doing a lot of like a lot of uh uh we were doing a lot of like uh body No, more of not cardio, more of like body weight stuff, like lifting and all of that stuff. But now that I'm really just focusing on just doing natural things like walking. (laughs) Oh, walk. Even walking is really good for you. A lot of people don't know the benefits, but I mean, it helps your muscles. It helps your joint. I could go up my stairs right now. There was a point where I couldn't go up my stairs from like our basement. And it's short stairs. It's like not even 10, like maybe 10, 15 steps up. It was so hard for me, you know? And and the way I started walking is uh, in March. I, I, I was walking before and then I stopped. I kept like going on and off. But in March, I was outside and I saw like uh, our neighbor, like this old couple, and there was snow. It was snowing that day. And these people were walking. I was like, why in the world are they walking in the snow? Like, what's wrong with these people? But then it hit me. Like, no, but like, why can't you walk in the snow, Agnes? Like, what's True. wrong with that? You know? And I just said, you know what? I'm going to follow these. <laughs> I'm going to follow these old people. If these old people could wake up in the morning and walk all the way to our IGA. You know, I was just like looking at them. I'm like, so why can't I do that? So in the month of March, I put it on myself that this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk 
and I started. And, you know, you missed a few days here and there, but like the consistency of still going, I've Doing just it. been yeah. walking. I don't well, think good. I just walk. Up and walk. <laughs> Today I, I tried jogging and I was like, yeah, I don't like jogging. <laughs> I don't like jogging either. I used to, but no. now I'm just like, why am I? I just want to walk. Why like, am I doing that? Yeah, because I feel like walking also allows you to like dream. Mm. You know, it allows your mind to just kind of like flow and I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> that's just a side. <laughs> that's just a side note. But I totally enjoy walking, though. It's I think part of healing. It is part of healing, and it and it's part of my healing process. You know, mm-hmm. and and then slowly I added the intermittent fasting and also now the sleeping. So I'm realizing a lot of times we sometimes complicate our minds and ourselves looking for all these type of um, different type of like healing modalities. When sometimes mm-hmm. the most simple form of healing is sleep, water or food, the mm-hmm. type of food, the way you eat. Yeah. And How often taking a stroll. Yeah. How many hours of sleep do you get? Would you say? So now you I have, actually you have a kid now. So. I actually calculate my my hours on my phone because I have an iPhone. Yes, <laughs> don't mind me. <laughs> I left you Android. can tell by my face I don't yeah. have no I an iPhone. Android. I was like, I'm done with Android. Thank you. Uh-huh. I go back to hey. Android anyways because this iPhone is also annoying. But anyways, mm. um, so from my phone, I have an average of seven hours of sleep. That's pretty decent. That's really, really good. Because what I do now is like when when baby sleeps, I just go to sleep. Mm. I have days or or my cutoff time is 10 o'clock. Because I wake up around like five, six-ish to do, you know, a spiritual people. We do stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like I I wake up around that time. Um, I'm actually sleeping and I'm feeling better and Mm -hmm. and I'm seeing the benefits. You can tell the difference, right? Yeah, of course. (laughs) like i the the past few months honestly especially since i started like this intermittent fasting thing i just feel so well because you know um i was diagnosed with a mental health um illness uh Mm. in may or june may or june Mm -hmm. and it's sort of i had to take a stop you know i had to take a little stop and be like whoa you know like when they start prescribing like medication i was like okay no whoa 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 and then they start telling me all the symptoms of those medications i'm like okay hold up wait a minute (laughs) i am not putting anything in my body that's going to create even more issues you know like oh but it's not 100 percent sure i'm like no i don't even want to have the thought because just the thought of me taking that medication and knowing that oh i might have this and this and that that's just too much pressure for me right Mm. so i decided to just go on my own healing journey and these mm-hmm. are the things that I automatically like started to change, like my and eating patterns, worked. my walking. I started becoming more on it. And even waking up in the morning and doing my meditations and my prayers, all of these things, that's the holistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the holistic, you know. And um, I know we're gone a little bit off our time. But before I let you go, Ari, I don't know if you you would like to share a few other words of wisdom to our listeners. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, we, we've just talked about it, you know, just taking care of yourself. Um, be kind to yourself, like love yourself, love yourself because you have this body, you know, Bible talks about 
your body is a temple. Yeah. You know, so treat it like a temple. It is, it's a temple where you dwell, <laughs> when the, where the Holy Spirit dwells also. And so taking care of your, remember to sleep, remember to eat, rem- remember to take time to rest. I think we're such in a, a culture of go, go, go. You know, mm-hmm. you're from Ghana, from Nigeria. Ah, we know what rest is. <laughs> you know, when you go back home, like mm-hmm. back to Africa, oh my gosh, you chill. And I think in North America, there's such go, 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 go culture that you you almost forget to rest. Yeah. You almost forget to rest and to take care of yourself. And sometimes even when you're not doing something, you feel guilty that you're, yeah. no, just rest. Let your, let your body rest. Not when I'm not talking about sleep. I'm talking about rest. not doing, not doing anything and, and letting your body be okay with that, you know? Yeah. So. Because, honey, you have one body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one is gone, is gone, you know? Like, oh, it's gone. And so, you know, love yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. People always forget the self, you yeah. know? It's like, love your neighbor. As yourself. No, as yourself. <laughs> yeah. If you love yourself and treat yourself, that's what you're going to do to your neighbor. True. Because you're treating them like you're, you would do to yourself. So if you treat yourself like garbage... You treat your neighbor like garbage. No, so yeah, and I. So that's the bigger. That's the biggest stressor is just be kind to yourself, Um, because the father loves you. Mm. You know, the father loves you so much that he sent his only son to die for you. And if that's the kind of love Mm. he's he's lavishing on us, then we have to do it to ourselves and to others. Um, And so, yeah. Thank you so much, hon. So before I let you go, um, here's a little tradition that I'm trying to build on the podcast because um, mm-hmm. we have pretty heavy conversations, you know, so I really like to kind of end it with a, on a lighter note. And mm-hmm. I have three questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you could just answer those questions. Um, so my first question is, what is your favorite emoji or what would you be as an emoji? <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny question because yesterday I found out that the praying hands is not praying hands. It's not Did you know praying that? hands. Yeah, is it's, it's a high five. Post? Yes, I was like, oh my god, I'm still gonna use it because I've been using it. <laughs> um, but my favorite one probably has to be the you know the wink kiss with the heart coming out. Ooh. I use that one a lot. Okay, yeah, I so see that one. Yeah, okay, okay. that's my and then the heart with the and the eyes. Okay, I see that one. <laughs> Thank you. Those two. I think those are. You asked for one, I gave you two. Come on. Give me three if you want. (laughs) (laughs) So the next one is what music are you bumping to or podcasts are you tuning into? Um, of course, Afrobeats. Like, uh, baby, calm down, calm down. Okay. (laughs) Is calm down one of your your top songs? Um, probably. I mean. I love listening to that and Asha. I love Asha. A lot of people don't know. I mean, a lot of people know her, but I feel like she's. I don't know who Asha is. Little, what does Asha sing? Um, she sings more like chill Afro. Mm. Like it's not like boom, boom, boom. Like, okay. but, uh, have you ever heard of the song Jailer? So you treat me like a modern slave, Mr. Jailer. No, I'm going to go look for it. I love her. Oh, I songs. love, I love her music. She has. I know most, like most of her music. Okay. Like she's she's Nigerian artist, but she grew up in Paris, mm. and so 
but yeah, she has some fiery tunes. Asha. A-S-A. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm going to go look for Asha. Okay, thank you mm-hmm. for that. That's that's why I asked this question, because I need to find out what's the new music going on. But anyways, um, the last one, pick a number from one to five. Three. So these are silly questions, okay? <laughs> okay. So number three, imagine you woke up one day to find that you switch bodies with a famous celebrity. Whose body would you want to inhibit or inhabit? And how would you spend your day in their shoes? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I don't really know if I have. Um, okay, let's just say Asha. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's a good artist. And okay. uh, she's from, she's, she lives in Paris. Or she's from, I think she lives in Lagos now, but. Um, she used to live in Paris. So how would you spend so, a day in Asha's shoes? I would be in Paris shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in Paris. I'll shop. I don't know if she has a private jet, but <laughs> she does. That'll be cool. Um, then I'll just fly over to Lagos and just be eating some street food mm. and probably have a concert because mm. you know, um, and just hang out with my fans. And just good vibes, you know. Good vibes. Yeah. I'm like trying to think of who else that's that I like. Maybe Miles Monroe. You know Miles oh, Monroe? Of course we know Miles Monroe. Yes. Maybe him, actually. But that I don't know if you want to be in his shoes though. Yeah, he has a lot of responsibility. No, right, he's me... not here. <laughs> right, he's gone. He's dead. So I'm just like, um, I mean, <laughs> No, but well, I when it. he was alive, yeah, when I he guess. was alive, when he was alive, yeah, yeah. Miles Monroe definitely impacted a lot of us. I mean, his soul rest in perfect peace. Mm. Definitely impacted a lot. And of he us. he's a he's a man of his words. He yeah. he died with his wife because yeah. he said they will not die apart. Yeah. Literally, yeah. So, but yeah, he has a he has a lot of good words and a lot of preaching. And so, if if he was still. I feel like I have a good, like, someone that I would really, that's still alive, of course. <laughs> um, and they, they have to be famous, right? I mean, honestly, they don't have to be. It's just a question. But if there's somebody that's not that famous and you like to, you wake up and you realize you're in their bodies. It's funny because all the people I'm thinking are dead. Even I was going to say at first Whitney Houston, I was like, hey. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Asha, we'll speak to Asha and Paris, and and uh, private jets to Lagos. Lagos. Enjoy some street food. Street food. Hanging out with fans. (laughs) Good vibes. (laughs) Is there anything that you're working on right now, Ire? Um, that you'd like to share with um with our listeners? Any um programs? Um, right now, no, not really. Um, actually I was taking a huge like break <laughs> myself. So, um, just focusing on, you know, I just moved here to Nebraska again. So just really focusing on that and, um, trying to travel a little bit more too. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I love traveling. So just every kind of month or so we go, me and my husband, we go somewhere like mm-hmm. went to Denver to mm. Omaha, you know, mm. just somewhere, something little, Some little getaways, different. you know, mm-hmm. like to just like help me mentally. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hear you because yeah. your your work is also heavy. It's it's uh it's heavy load. Yep, heavy. it is. Yeah. So 
Well, thank you for having me. This was very lovely. Thank it's you. It's been a while. So. It's been a while. It's been a while. Trust me. We have a lot to talk about, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get the opportunity to do that. So, Ire, thank you so much also for showing up today. Um, we really yes, appreciate you. it. Thank you for tuning in today. We encourage you to continue the conversation in our community of open-minded women. And we appreciate your support and feedback. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media at Instagram, Umami Conversation, or through our website at agnesapia.com. So until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep embracing the power of storytelling and mindfulness. Blessings.